there, it's Vashti Sarah. Welcome back to Post Blog. If this is your first time listening, go ahead and hit the subscribe button, like button, follow button, share button, all the buttons to stay connected with the Post Blog podcast. And for those of you who this is not your first time, welcome back. Are you truly living who you really are? Are you truly living who you're portraying to be? You know, a lot of times we walk around and we pretend as if we are being our genuine self. We're being authentic to who we are. But if your life was played before a group of people, that life that you live when the doors are closed, when the doors are shut, when the lights are off, that life that you live when Christians aren't around, what does that life look like? Does it look like struggling with sin? Does it look like cursing? Does it look like adultery? Does it look like promiscuity? Does it look like drunkenness? Does it look like profanity? Does it look like fits of rage? What does that walk look like? I know for me, that walk can look very prideful. That walk can look very consumed by what's going on. That walk can look very judgmental at times. We're being real, right? So if I'm being real with you, I want you to be real with yourself. What does that walk look like for you? A lot of us pretend like we're Christians, but we're only Christians by namesake. We're not really Christians because in our hearts, we have become okay with the walk we're currently walking. We've become okay with the walk that we have pretended to be walking. We have become okay with being false. That pretense attitude, we've justified and we said, it's fine because everyone else is doing it. And that's not to say we're supposed to be walking around saying, yeah, this is my sin. This is what I struggle with behind closed doors. This is who I am. No, I'm not saying that's what we should be doing. What I'm saying is when we've allowed certain things to slide under the rug, when we've allowed sin to be okay, that's when our walk has become false. That's when our walk has become fake. They call this artifice strides. And artifice is just a fancy word for a clever or more often underhanded means to achieve an end. So we say we're in this Christian walk. We say that we're pursuing Christ, but we're doing it cleverly because we're fooling everyone around us that we're perfect. We're fooling everyone around us that we, we are just, we have Christianity nailed. We have everyone around us believing that that's how Christianity should look like. When in actuality, if people really saw what your version of Christianity looked like, it would blow people's mind away, shatter their glass. It would be an aha moment of, wow, they are messed up. And like I said, there's no need to air your dirty laundry. I'm not an advocate for that. But what I'm trying to say is, is your walk truly what you say it is? Are you actually walking what you're preaching? Or are you just preaching what you're preaching and walking completely different? You see, artifice strides, that stride, that walk of pretense manipulates those around us to believe that our walk with Christ is subpar. Our walk with Christ is just better than everyone else's when in actuality, it sucks. It sucks real bad because behind closed doors, you're masturbating. Behind closed doors, you're watching pornography. 
Behind closed doors, you're in a secret relationship with someone else. Behind closed doors, you're cursing. You have fits of rage. You have anger issues. Behind closed doors, you struggle with stealing. You struggle with greed. You struggle with pride. You struggle with jealousy, envy. Behind closed doors, you struggle with being judgmental. Behind closed doors, you struggle with control. Behind closed doors, you struggle. And there's a difference between struggling and actively working out your struggle and being okay with your struggle. Being okay with your struggle is that artifice stride. It's that clever, cunning, deceptive Christian walk. Preaching, don't do this, be this. But in actuality, you've become okay with those sins. You've become okay with the way you've been living. You've justified why you've been living how you've been living. You see, in the Bible, Paul, the writer of the New Testament, talks about this in 1 Corinthians 13. And a lot of times that specific passage is used in reference to loving your spouse, loving those who you're in a committed relationship with. It's a very common and popular wedding passage. But I want to use that passage in your current faith walk, because your faith walk is a union between you and Christ. Your faith walk is a commitment between you and Christ. Your faith walk should be a reflection of what marriage should look like. So in this passage, it talks about you can speak in tongues, you can have eloquent language, you can prophesy, you can minister, you can do all these great things. You can move mountains. But if you don't have love, that's the key. If you don't have love, and we're nothing, and we've gained nothing. The idea here is that love conquers the sin nature within us. Love found through atonement, through salvation, love conquers those things. And it's not talking about love, falling in love with someone. It's talking about love, the person of love, and that's Jesus Christ. Whenever we're in a relationship with Jesus, sin has to be conquered. Sin has to be broken. A lot of Christianity is lip service. We say we love Jesus. We, we sing the songs in church. But outside of that, outside of church, it's a completely different narrative. We don't spend time in the word. We don't spend time in worship and we don't spend time in prayer. We don't spend active moments asking God to break those areas in our lives that need to be broken. And the only one who can break those areas is Jesus, is love. Love says no to pornography. Love says no to profanity. Love says no to jealousy. Love says no to envy. Love says no to anger, depression. Love says no to any character trait that is opposed to the character of Jesus. And the reason why, the reason why we have become okay with these sin nature and become okay with not dealing with their issues is because we viewed Christianity as a destination. We've said, oh, we've given our life to Jesus. Boom, that's it. I've done my work. Great. I'll say what the Bible says. I'll say what everyone else wants to hear. I'll say what's good to the ears, but I won't actually work on myself. I won't actually break those walls in my life that really needs to be broken. I won't actually deal with those issues in my heart that needs to be dealt with. I won't actually. I'll just pretend. 
my strides will be artifice. It'll be clever. It'll be cunning. Everyone will believe that I'm doing Christianity right. But you want to know something? There's one person you're not fooling, and that's Jesus. The question I want to pose to you is, are you taking artifice or honoring strides? Honoring strides submit to change. Artifice strides reject it. Are you authentically walking? Are you being an authentic Christian? Are you actually living what you're preaching? Or have you bluffed the Christian walk? Are you simply Christian by name because it looks cool and everyone else is doing it? Are you simply saying you're a Christian because that's what you're expected to say? Are you actually living out these biblical principles? Are are you actually working on yourself? Lip service Christianity won't get you anywhere. Saying you're a Christian won't get you anywhere. Faking Christianity definitely won't get you anywhere. Honoring Christianity, submissive Christianity, active Christianity, Christianity that break those areas of our hearts that need breaking, that Christianity, that faith walk, that is truth. That is life. That is authentic. So, what are you doing? Are you making artifice strides or are you honorably walking? That's it for today, guys. Thank you for joining me on Post Blog. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button, like button, follow button, share button, all the buttons to stay connected with the Post Blog podcast. Same time, same place next week. I love you. But remember, God loves you most.